Welcome to Money with Alpha, where I share simple tips for how to make, save and invest money while also connecting your values with your lifestyle so you can achieve the life you really want. You will also hear interviews from real people as they share the ups and downs of their money journey. After all, we are all on a journey and what better way to learn about money than to hear what hasn't and has worked. Happy New Year! Welcome to the first episode of Money with Alpha for 2023. So it's been kind of a, I don't know about you, but it's I've been a bit sluggish leading up to this um, this Christmas New Year period. Um, and it's it's sort of, I'm starting to get more energized again, though, with the, the prospect of, you know, the things I want to do and the how I want this year to go. Um, hopefully with a, a little bit more certainty and a little bit less cancelling of things on the horizon. So, and to get right into it, I thought I'd start off the year with the concept of wealth and what it is and how to go about building wealth and what it actually really means. There's, you know, you hear so much stuff sort of spoken about and written about money, you know, there's all sorts of, you know, get rich quick things or, you know, there's, Oh, you know, you've got to invest in property. Oh, you've got to invest in these shares. Oh no, no, the market's going down. And oh, it's 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 all you know. We're in a recession, and I've I I watched something the other day that talked about we're in a depression. I thought, well, there's always going to be something that's up and something that's down, and there's things going on, and there is quite a bit of turmoil in the world. But the only thing that you can really control is you, your world, your mind, the things that you want, and to gain clarity and peace around those. And that's that's really the my theme for this year is is clarity and peace and the concept of helping um, people, especially women, to build wealth, whatever that looks like for you. And that's that's the real thing here. There's no one size fits all. There are some fundamental approaches and, and basics that go with that, but what it looks like, feels like, tastes like, etc., that is entirely unique to you. So there are there are five areas that I I see as important for understanding how to build wealth. So I'll go through those in in this episode. So I'll just I'll mention the five and then I'll go into the details. So the first one is you. Um, so what you want, what you believe is important for you and how you see money and wealth in your life. So it's understanding what money means to you. Anyway, so you is number one. I'll get into the detail just very shortly. The second one is your mind. So the mind is an unbelievably powerful, often untapped resource that we hear a lot about, but we never create enough space for to make sure that it really gets where we need to go. So that's number two. Number three is habits. (laughs) Habits drive everything, the things that we do on a daily basis. Anyway, so habits, number three. Number four, then comes money. So I know when you think wealth, you're probably all thinking money. I'm thinking bigger than that, and it's more holistic than that. So number four is actually money. And then number five is review and repeat or review and adjust, depending on what your review then comes up with. So that's they're the five sort of key high-level steps for building wealth. So I'll go back into the first one that I spoke about, which is you the lifestyle you want what is what does money mean to you what what do you and this is where you kind of delve back a little bit into how money has shown up for you in your life um that will get more into the mind stuff but for the, for you itself have 
have a think about it. And if you feel really, you want to really delve into this, get a pen and paper or you can, I mean, I'm a big fan of pen and paper for anyone who's listened to, to me before, but you can also, you can type it out too. That's fine. Just get it down. Um, so what does money mean to you? Why do you even want money? And what kind of lifestyle do you even want? Like, do you want to have a holiday home? Do you want to spend six months in in Australia or six months somewhere else and then move around? Do you want to fly north for the for the winter or south for the winter? What what does it mean for you? Do you want to go on lots of trips? Do you like camping? Do you want to go on a camper trailer trip um, with your children? Do you want to homeschool? Like, what? There's so many different combinations, which makes it why it's so difficult to sort of come up with the one size fits all for wealth building because what you want to achieve is quite different to what someone next to you might want to achieve and these are like the I'm saying delve into your deepest desires here don't don't go by what oh at this age I should be or I should have blah or you know my family expects this or I should be doing this the shoulds all of that just flush it away clean slate new year we'll get you know Blank, I know sometimes blanks, blank slates are, are a little bit intimidating, but let's start with that. Let's start to, to build your life from the ground up rather than just reacting or responding to things around you. Actually be the writer. So this is this is very much about you. So that's the first one. So it's, it's a bit of an introspection, a um, bit of journaling, possibly even a little bit of meditation to go with it to really open your mind up. Um, do Go where you need to go. Some people love ocean. Some love mountains. Um, you might like trickling water wherever there's a space for you. And I know it might be a little challenging if you've got young children, but try and find your partner or your mother or someone, a friend, babysitter even, to help look after your children so that it gives you the space to figure this out because it is important. It'll create the foundation. And if you want to have a word for the year, um, my word for the year is courageous because I want to be able to expand what I'm doing. I want to reach more people. I need to be a bit more out there. I've, I've kind of always saw myself or seen myself as the, the kind of the person of the behind the scenes. Well, I don't want to be behind the scenes, I've realized. I actually want to be seen. I want, I want to help. I want to, I want to be able to spread the message wider. So in order to do that, I, for me, I feel like I need to be more courageous. So that's my word. Um, it could be I was I was in a in a in a workshop a few weeks ago and one woman's word was powerful. Um, and there can, you can have some stuff that might come up around this as well. I know I had a, I had issues with the word um, powerful for a while, and I've I've more or less moved beyond it. There's there's often remnants that, that come back, um, but it could be fun. You might have had a really heavy, serious 2022, and so you want 2023 to be about fun. That's fine too. And if you have that word to carry through with you, align it to your values, your core values, so that when you go to make decisions about things or you're making plans or you want to do something, you're like, yeah, this is this is my theme for the year. And so that when you get to the end of the year, you can kind of go, all right, yep, this is this is just the overarching theme I set for myself. And I went at it. Or, you know, I could have I could have gone at it a bit more. So maybe my next my word next year could could be I need to be more, more um, brave or courageous or, um, you know, more creative or whatever it happens to be. So I'm going to be setting up some live events to actually help people through this because it is a little bit difficult when you're in your own head because you're, you're using the same languaging, you're coming up with the same stories, the same repartee, the same sentences, all of that. So it's often a bit easier when you have, have some help. 
So moving on to number two, which is your mind, very closely aligned to, to number one. Um, but this is where your beliefs and your stories really come into it. So our beliefs are connected to the identity that we have for ourselves, the things that we think we are, oh, I'm just this kind of person. Well, no, you don't have to be. If you want to be, that's fine. And maybe that is who you want to be. And that's great if it is. If it's not, where did where did that belief come from? Do you really, really want to believe that? Um, you don't have to, is what I'm saying. You, you, can, you can choose what you want to believe about yourself. Um, I used to always get told when I was a kid that I was really shy, um, but I've never been shy. But then I would have my mum call me a chatterbox. And I was like, well, I'm either a shy or I'm a chatterbox. Like it was this, you know, which one? And for me, I, it took me a while to warm up around people I didn't know. And then when I was at university and um, one of my lecturers approached me to be a tutor and I was just like, I, I was like, what? A tutor? Are you kidding me? No, I can't stand up in front of people and teach others. No, I don't know enough. There's no, no, I can't do it. And he was like, no, no, you can do it. And he literally was just like kind of like threw it at me as if it was a fait accompli that it would just happen. And I didn't want to disappoint him because I really respected him and he was, you know, we'd become sort of friends and as well as he'd become like a mentor. So I was like, well, I've got to do this because he thinks I can. So I've just got to kind of do it because I don't want to lay him down. So I then became a tutor. And to be honest, it was the best thing that could have happened to me, getting out of my comfort zone, having to – and then I discovered I actually really love teaching. Um, and I knew more than I thought I did. And I had a way of really breaking down because I was tutoring economics, which was my worst subject at university, <laughs> which is ironic. But what it then meant was I was really good at explaining, you know, the sort of semi-complex concepts and breaking them down for people. And a lot of my students were international students, so English wasn't their first language. So I and I had I've been around different languages and different cultures my whole life. So I had a way of of kind of translating the cultural aspect of the communication as well. So it gave me a lot of confidence. So my story event that I was telling about myself started to change. So my identity that I'd connected to as a child started to evolve. Um, and so that's what also made me then realize as I got older looking back going, these things aren't stagnant. We aren't the same person our entire lives. We can choose how we want to evolve and grow and we do the work on ourselves. It doesn't just like happen overnight. You do have to put yourself in uncomfortable situations. You have to go out of your comfort zone. You have to push yourself a little bit. And this is where it's really good to have mentors. In my early days, I got really lucky in that I just sort of had mentors just sort of appear for me, whether it was at uni or then in one of my first jobs and then in another one as well. They just sort of appeared. Um, and then as I got older and I wanted to go in a, a certain directions which didn't weren't like naturally where I was, I then went and found mentors who were doing the things that I wanted to do. Um, and that was that was so it was so important. To, and then and then as you you grow and you experience life more and you you kind of get a bit of a tool belt of skills and experiences that go with it then you start to realize, wow, I am not that person that I was, you know, 10 years ago, 20 years ago, five years ago even. Um, and this is where I think often relationships and marriages struggle because one one is growing and perhaps the other isn't, or they're both growing but just in different directions. And this is just who we are as human beings. We will grow, develop, evolve. We'll, we'll do it in different ways. We'll do it intentionally or life will just do it to us. So I much prefer, one of my core values is control. So I like to 
be in, a little bit more in control of my development journey. I don't necessarily want to control circumstances or especially not even people, but I do want to be able to be in control of my own journey. So that's so now since I'm becoming aware of that, it then also makes gives me a lot of clarity in 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 my journey too. So that's where the mind stuff and it is so incredibly powerful, and that's why I'm I'm focusing very much. I don't know if you've noticed number one and number two are very inward focused, very internal focused, because until you figure that out and you get a little bit more clarity and insight and awareness on you and who you are, what you want, why you want it, and what your identity is and your beliefs and your stories, it's very difficult to do anything else. So then number three is where we start to get a little bit more extrinsic, which is habits. And this is this is where you know the the repetitive behaviors that we do, which form our habits, become very important. So, and this, this is sort of like two two main um, pillars, I suppose, to this one is discipline and consistency. Doesn't sound very exciting, I realize, and it's certainly not sexy. Um, but it's it's necessary. So there's a, there's a level of consistency. Just as an example, from a financial aspect compounding interest compounds day by day if you're paying interest you'll feel it acutely because you're paying interest every single day Uh, well it's accumulating daily and then you might pay it fortnightly or monthly or whatever the situation is but the same thing goes for earning it as well so if you're earning interest or you're earning a return on investment that will also compound and it'll build and build so that the amount that you start with it gets added to and it gets added to again and then the percentage gets added and it's just it just keeps going and that's consistent so it so it's a consistency in life in general is extremely important like for instance with my podcast i do want i, I missed last week because it was christmas but otherwise every single monday I post my podcast. I'm, I want I want that level of consistency, reliability, so that you know that you can get what you need every single time you go to look for it. And you're like, oh, okay, she's, she's always going to post at eight o'clock on a Monday. Um, I, I just it'll it'll appear on my my playlist when I go to drop the kids off at school or do whatever if you're in school holidays. But that's that's that level of kind of reliability in a way, which a lot of people think, oh, that's so boring. Well, I actually quite like it, and I think it's important um, when you're looking at the to the bigger picture of life to do. You have times for spontaneity, and you can have fun, and of course that all kind of comes into it as well. And you can even be consistent with fun too. You can just have that as an attitude for life. And then in discipline is important as well and it kind of goes hand in hand with the consistency really because you have to be consistently disciplined eating exercise money there's so many different areas of your life where this kind of plays in so it's it's just you you know if you want to save money you just do it consistently little by little you don't have to suddenly find $500 a month you could find $10 a month and then you can find 15 and then it can jump to 20 and then you do little by little and the this is also where compounding helps too you just do a little bit you be consistent you be disciplined and you'll find your habits will then start to take over and you'll do these things without even realizing like every morning now, I um I used to habit stack where I would I would connect something like if I had to remember to take vitamins, I would put it next to my glass of water because my habit was always to have a drink of water when I first woke up. And then I would see my hat, my tablets there and go, oh, yeah, yeah, I have to take them too. Um, I now also take like a greens powder in, in juice every morning and I would put that next to my water glass. But now it's just such a habit that I don't even need that that connection anymore um but it's things like that and then you get into this consistent habit and it just frees up your brain to then focus on the things you need to actually have additional brain power for and you can then with money you can automate things like you can automate your saving uh, and investing too so that's number three 
Number four is when we really start to get into money. And for these things, we're talking for things like budgeting and investing and focusing on income. So budgeting, we look at like expenses. So with budgeting, you have income component to it as well, but specifically related to the outgoings. So you have expenses versus debt. And then within the expenses and debt to a certain extent as well, what's essential versus what's discretionary? What can you choose? So essential would be your home loan, your rent, your food, um, your petrol, like thing, things that, I mean, even petrol can, can be public transport, but certain things are essential that you can't really do without. Um, you could perhaps minimize them, but you certainly can't remove them. So that's that's when you're looking at your budgeting as well as to then marry it up with your income to make sure that you've always got more income left at the end of a month or whatever period than you're spending. So that, that's basically what budgeting is. Then you're looking at investing. And whenever someone talks to me about investing, I want to I want to clarify investing versus trading. So trading is where people will buy and sell regularly to make a profit um, and they'll do it in there's a variety of different ways, which I'm not going to get into. But investing is more of a buy and hold kind of scenario. And for most of us, unless you want to learn about the stock market uh, or you want to flip properties, <laughs> um, you want to do renovations or whatever, you know, buy and sell gold or antiquities or art, or commodities, unless you want to do a lot of buying and selling, you're going to be investing, which is basically buying and holding. That doesn't mean you don't eventually sell, but it's not going to be in a short-term period. So investing is more long-term, trading is more short-term. So for most of us, like I said, investing is probably where you want to get to. And again, this is where your consistency and your discipline come into it, your beliefs about money and the lifestyle that you want. So see how it all like builds on itself. So it all once we get to the end, and the fifth one is then to review. And this is where we go back through those last four steps and and look at how they all kind of interplay. So you look at the income that you've got. Do you want to make more income? How did how to go about that? I've got I've got checklists for how to do that. And I'm going to be um publishing a, a side hustle startup checklist as well in the in the coming weeks to help with if you want to be able to sort of make additional cash without trying to ask for pay rises or upskill or anything like that or get a new job even. So there's so there's the so you go back through, you look at your income, you look at your investing, you look at your budgeting, um, your spending on spent expenses and debt, and then you go back into you know your habits. Are your habits supporting all of those previous things? And then are the habits then matched up to the beliefs, the identity that you see for yourself, and the stories that you're telling yourself? And then you is number one again about the lifestyle. So you see it'll and then so you can it's a bit it's a bit like a, a forward and backward view. You can go both ways and this is all meant to be essentially a big circle because life is it's a cycle. Um, it's all, you know, the beginnings, the ends, the ends, the beginning. It's it all kind of comes together and we are very holistic beings. So you can't just look at wealth in terms of money. There is more to it, which is why I talk about wealth, not just investing or building money or increasing income or looking at retirement or all those things are very very narrow. I'm, I'm, I'm looking at the bigger picture here and then how to drill down into the areas of that bigger picture that you really need to focus on for this year. And your focus this year may change next year because you're like, okay, yep, my focus for this year was really to get my mindset together. So I'm getting my mind together so that then next year I can really – and then I'll, as part of that, I'm getting my, my habits sorted. So by the time I get to 2024, 
I can start to focus on investing because I've got all my other stuff kind of kind of sorted. You know, we slip here and there, but for the most part, it's okay. And I've got everything else around it to support that new vision of me and the beliefs about who I believe I am and what I believe I'm worth as well. And there's a lot of self-worth that comes out of a lot of this too and the stories that, you know, oh, who do you think you are to do that? It's, it's a real cultural bias and it's one we need to break, especially as women. So that's that's what I'm going to be focused on helping you with this year. So expect more podcasts like this. This is a summary, um, which I'll leave there. So the five, just to recap, is you, mind, so your mindset, your habits, money, and then to review it all and make sure it all aligns and connects to your values. So I'll, I'll leave it there. If you have any questions, please feel free to message me. Um, but you'll start to see more and more on this come out this year. And if you're in Brisbane, especially in the you know the Bayside area, on the 9th of February, I'm running a um, wealth and wine evening for women. And um, it's going to be at a local bar called Cedar and Pine. And um, hopefully you can join me. I'll, I'll publish some more details about that as well. But um, yeah, so if you enjoyed this, also feel free to leave me a review or share it because uh, I'd really love to to, to expand this impact that I want to have for this year, leaning into my courageous word for the 2023. <laughs> anyway, have a wonderful day and uh, yeah, we'll, uh, I'll keep going and hopefully you can keep on listening and enjoying. Okay, bye-bye.